0: Shaking it up with Shaykh Fayyaz, Nightly Ramadan Reflections. We have now concluded the majority the holy month of Ramadan. But in these last days winding out toward the end of the month, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has gifted out of His mercy and out of His bounty the best of nights and the best of hours and the best of moments in the night known as the night of Qadr. As He states in the Holy Quran, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَاهُ فِي لَيْلَةِ That surely we revealed it, meaning the whole Qur'an, on this night, the night of Qadr. وَمَا أَدْرَى لَيْلَةِ And what do you know about the night of Qadr? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks a rhetorical question to which He responds, لَيْلَةُ الْقَدْرِ خَيْرٌ مِنْ That surely the night of Qadr is better than a thousand months. And if we take a look and perform a little bit of math, we see that a thousand months is approximately 83 years. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to demonstrate that this one night is greater than the entirety of a human being's lifespan. Or perhaps a metaphor to mean that there's really no way to equivocate in numbers the uniqueness of the bounty and of the mercy that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows upon the believers on the night of qadr which is why he states laylatul qadri khayrun min alf shahr he continues tanazzalul mala'ikatu war-ruhu fiha bi'zni rabbihim min kulli amr that on the day or on the night of qadr the earth is made into a heaven whereby all of the angels from the skies, they descend upon the permission of their Lord onto it in a way to be receptive and to be vigilant over all of those who spend the night of qadr in acts of worship, and in acts of obedience, and in acts of really focusing their hearts and seeking closeness to their Creator. Certainly, the night of al Qadr is the most important night in the Islamic calendar. And we should see it that way, but not in a way where we only see it as the most important night in a ritualistic performance that we overcome and that we overtake every year. But rather, we see the night of Qadr as the most important moment and the most important hours in our life. In a way that we put forth our greatest, most concerted effort, in the midst of those hours, however long that they might be, in full devotion and in dedication, seeking salvation from our Creator. Because in that night, perhaps Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has utilized one of its moments whereby we have the potential to be receptive to whatever it is that we ask for Him. Thus it's important that we utilize every moment of it and every second of it, thinking about God, in a state of remembrance, and realize that what we can potentially use and utilize in terms of His divine light ascending and touching into our souls on the night of Laylatul Qadr really has the potential to transform our souls and transform our hearts for the rest of our lives. And it is said that one day, a man by the name of Johani, he went toward the Holy Prophet Sallallahu alayhi wa, alayhi wa And he said, Ya Rasool Allah, I know that you have told us that the night of Laylatul Qadr is in one of the odd nights of the last ten nights of the holy month of Ramadan. But I live really far from Medina and it's very difficult for me to make my way to coming and performing acts of worship with you every night from the odd nights of the last ten nights of the holy month of Ramadan. I have a very large family, I have a farm, I have animals, I can't leave everything and come by. Which night should I make sure that I make my best effort to be with you? It is said that at that moment the Holy Prophet sallallahu wasallam, he went and he whispered something into the ear of Jahani. That the companions and the contemporaries, there were unable to understand what the Prophet salam advised his companion. Then those same companions, they narrated that on the 23rd night of the holy month of Ramadan, we saw Jahani come along with his family to perform acts of worship and prayer and recitation of the Qur'an with the Holy Prophet wasallam. And in another tradition, it is said that some of the companions of one of the imams of Bayt ﷺ approached the imam and said, Ya ibn Rasulullah, grandson of the Prophet which night is the night of Laylatul Qadr? Is it the night of the 19th? Or is it the night of the 21st? Or is it the night of the 23rd? To which the Imam, alayhi salam, he responded, What difference does it make if you put all of your effort in acts of obedience and worship on every night of these blessed last few nights of the holy month of Ramadan? But certainly when we come and take a look at traditions, there is a significant emphasis on performing acts of worship and obedience to Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala on the night of the 23rd of the holy month of Ramadan and again it's really a, an incredible opportunity that Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala has given us in the course of those hours of that eve leading up to the time of fajr when Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala states salamun fajr peace until the break of dawn we have so much potential to really build out a relationship with our Creator in a way that really we don't have another opportunity in the midst of the year to do so. Again, and we should see it as a gift and an incredible blessing and an incredible bounty and again an incredible opportunity that we're not sure if we're going to have next year. So thus we need to put forth our very best of effort to seeking closeness toward God on the night of Laylatul Qadr. And there are three things in specific that we're taught to do within our tradition to really build out a relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this blessed holy night. The first thing that we've been advised to do is to spend the night awake in obedience toward God. There's a tradition from the holy prophet or from one of the imams of Ahlul Bayt alayhim as where they state, لَيْلَةَ الْقَادْرِ that the one who stays the night, the one who stays awake on the night of Laylatul Qadr, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives his sins, even if they are the number of stars in the sky. And the Holy Prophet ﷺ would make sure that he would keep all of the members of his family Awake on this night, even if he had to put water on their faces in order to make sure that they're spending it in even a little bit of attentiveness towards seeking out God. Someone says, why why can't I just sleep when the month of Ramadan, in the month of Ramadan, that's also worship. Again, it's about demonstrating your absolute devotion. It's about demonstrating your absolute loyalty. It's about showing your needy nature in front of God. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in many traditions that on the Day of Judgment there are many eyes that are going to cry. But the eyes that will be in a state of hopefulness toward the mercy and the compassion and the potential to enter into Paradise, amongst them are those eyes that stay awake in the darkness of the night. So make sure that we utilize this night in seeking closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In a second... Instruction that we've been told to perform on the night of Laylatul Qadr is to make sure that we're in a state of seeking repentance from Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. And many traditions they point to the fact that the best of acts of worship on the nights of Layalul Qadr are to seek forgiveness from Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. Many narrations when Many of the companions they went toward the imams for instance and they asked what should we do on the night of laylatul qadr to which the imams respond responded kathratul istighfar to be plentiful in your seeking forgiveness and repentance from your creator Many traditions they also speak for instance about the importance of reciting Surah Al-Qadr a thousand times or a hundred times or Dua Joshin Kibir or Dua Abu al-Thamali and in reality all of those have different manifestations where again we have the opportunity to reach God's forgiveness and God's mercy and remember the night of al Qadr is supposed to be a journey that allows us to get closer toward God. And again, the first step in that journey and the last step in that journey and many of those steps in the middle toward really reaching closeness toward God is by humbling yourself. And the best means to humble oneself is to admit your faults, to admit your lapses, to admit your errors. Go back and think about all of the sins that you committed in your youth. And I know that many of us have had many lay- laylatul qadrs and many nights of Ramadan, where we've sought forgiveness from God, and we should feel that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has forgiven all of our sins. But again, we need to be in a state of hoping in God's mercy, but at the same time fearing that maybe we did not that maybe we did not ask Him sincerely. So again, plead to Him with all sincerity that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, inshallah, forgives all of our sins. And thirdly, we've been taught as a step toward really building out our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this blessed night that the third thing that we need to do is again to make as much du'a and to be in a state of supplication as much as we can during the course of that night. The night of Laylatul Qadr is again the night of seeking and asking God and it, was, and it is said that the Holy Prophet ﷺ, one day he was asked, and what should we ask for on the night of Laylatul Qadr? To which the Prophet ﷺ, he advised, ask Allah wa taala for goodness and well-being in this world, and that you leave this world with a good ending. Right now, during the month of Ramadan, we're more insistent on acts of worship. We're more insistent on reading verses of the whole Qur'an. We need to ask Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala to give us the divine providence to allow us to continue to act upon those acts of worship that transcend this holy month. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one day he says to Musa, O oh Moses, cling to me with a fearful heart, a weak body with tear filled eyes in the middle of the night and call upon me, and you will find me close and responding toward your supplication. And another tradition from the Holy Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi عليه He states إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَسْتَهِ إِذَا رَفَأَ الرَّجُلْ إِلَيْهِ يَدَيْ أَنْ يَرُدُّهُمَا سِفْرًا خَائِبَتَيْنَ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He Himself feels shy He feels embarrassed When His servant raises his hands toward God To respond toward Him To respond toward that servant by not giving him anything. So seek du'a from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is said that one day, a man, he went to wor- toward one of the ulama, he went toward one of the scholars, and he said, Tonight is the night of Laylatul Qadr. What should I ask for? I've already asked for forgiveness. What, is, what else should I ask for? To which the scholar, he responds toward his student, Utlub dunya wal-akhara. Seek everything in this world and in the next know that God is the creator of the heavens and the earth and that he has given us this night so that we can find him, so that we can know him. And through knowing him and through knowing ourselves, we're able to realize all of our potentials. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not only to forgive your sins, but ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you have supplications to make that are materialistic, if you want to get married, if you want to have children, if you want to have a big house or drive a fancy car, then ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for those things too. But don't, but don't forget to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the most important dua during this night. Remember to make du'a first of all for all of those around you because when you make du'a for those around you know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His angels, they see that you're not in a state of selfishness. Secondly, make sure that you're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive all of those who wronged you because how many times have we wronged and transgressed God's boundaries? And if we're merciful to those around us then maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be merciful to you and I and remember to make du'a to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow for us to be on the path of the Holy Prophet Muhammad sallallahu in this world and in the next. And to raise us with the Holy Prophet sallallahu and his family on the Day of Judgment and allow us to be admitted into his paradise, in his company, insha'Allah. Walhamdulillah, rabbil alameen. وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا محمد وعلى اهل بيته الطيبين الطاهرين Follow Sheikh Fayaz on Twitter and Instagram and look out for him on Facebook